I want you to think of that one neighbor you've had at some point in your life that just got on your nerves. Okay. We can all go there, right? You got him. Okay. That person. Yes. Now, what do you do about it? You are stuck there. You live there. You cannot choose your neighbor. You need to hear what one of our listeners is going through right now with her neighbor and how is she supposed to handle it? Need your advice today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. This is a feel-good podcast that we do every single day with the most amazing woman on the face of this earth, Nancy Yancey. And just thank you for being here and checking out the podcast. We have three principles, live, laugh, love your mom. We share our lives. We laugh a lot. And we love this mom a lot, Nancy Yancey, my co-host. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Uh, let's give an update with the, the nosy neighbor situation. In case you weren't here a couple of days ago, I was, forget, we were mid-conversation about something. I was looking out my window, and with the way my apartment is, I look right into another town. Like, basically, there's a townhouse right across the way from me, so I can look right into everybody's window. Like, right now, let's see what's going on. The one to the furthest right, they are, they're not home. Those guys are one sitting down with the next door is watching TV right now. The next two aren't home now. There's a woman and the next one who's sitting at her kitchen table. And then the one in question is the seventh home right directly uh, across from me where I told you that I watched this. I pretty much watch this couple every day. It's a man and a woman. They look and again, it's probably it's not super close. I don't look like right into their window, but it's probably ugh, I'm so bad at this. Um half a football field away, 50 yards, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I can, you know, I can see what I believe to be probably a 50 ish year old couple or a man and a woman mm-hmm. that typically like right now it's, he is in the kitchen. Um, I don't see her, but the upstairs bedroom blinds are closed right now. Uh, so I don't know, maybe she's upstairs, but I'm, I keep up with this couple. Well, I told you the other day that I'm sitting here and all of a sudden I see this is like an older white couple and I see a black woman who is um, she comes up and she's like she's got like little shorts on, like basically making herself comfortable. I don't see the white woman anymore. And so I'm like, well, I don't know, that, that could be anybody. But then I see that the the black woman has gone upstairs and is like sitting on the edge of the bed. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what is going on? So. I was like, all right, weird. I've never seen that woman before in my life, by the way. And I'm, you know, I've been doing this podcast here for what, two months? And every day, basically every day, I look and I look in their window at least once. So, <laughs> oh, God. Um, so I was like, well, let's just kind of see how this plays out. I never saw like anything weird. They ended up cooking dinner together the other night, but I didn't. I just didn't see I, I wasn't here long enough to see anything like, like crazy happen. So then last night as I'm sitting here, I look across the way and the white woman is back and there's no sign of the black woman. And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> who was that? Like, who was that woman? Now I never saw any type of like embrace or any kind of, you know, sign affection. Affection at all. Uh-huh. I all I saw was just this random woman that I've okay wait hang on he's he now turned off the lights in the kitchen let me see where he's going because I want to <laughs> oh, see he's back he's walking over into the the dining area now he's looking up at the chandelier for some reason maybe in guilt he's looking up oh now he turned up oh, turn up oh, lights off lights up oh, lights on uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh honey this is 
so creepy. I know. I know, oh but I have God. to like. I don't have blinds okay. in my house, as you know. I'm, now I'm going to be flipped okay, out. Okay, this is weird. This is, okay, it's six. It's 638 at night, okay? Right. And I I saw him downstairs. He was like playing. I, typically, they're making dinner right now. They're, they're in like the downstairs area while I'm recording, right? Uh-huh. And I told you there's somebody, there's somebody upstairs in the like in their bedroom area, uh-huh. but the blinds are all closed in there, which is typically not closed. And now at 638 at night, he has turned off all the lights in the downstairs floor, like where the kitchen is, and is now heading upstairs to the bedroom with the blinds closed. At 638, which is typically their dinner time, I don't know who else is in that master bedroom right now because the blinds are closed. So... I don't know. I don't know. I, I have no more information on this situation. <laughs> well, maybe they're getting ready to go out to dinner. But why would they turn all the lights off downstairs and head upstairs? And they looked. He was wearing an outfit like he was. It was like shorts and a t-shirt. It didn't look like he was going anywhere. It's rainy, by the way, here today. Oh yeah. So I don't think mm. they're going anywhere. So uh, they're just calling it a day. They're going to pass on. It's six thirty-eight. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Now I'm wondering if my neighbors are watching me. That's I don't know, so but this is creepy. this is a saga, man. This is a saga. So I'll keep you posted on, on kind of the situation. Um, we were we were laughing before we started recording, and I, I don't know like how many. If anybody's got a story like this before, but if you ever do, then you uh, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. You ever have like a family rumor that's ended up being not true at all? <laughs> like a family rumor that ended up not being true at all. And I don't even know. How did this rumor start in our family? Who knows? I mean, I, I've heard it for as long as I can remember. Yeah. So what I, happened? Tell, tell no, everybody no. this rumor that you believe, because you told me that I believe this. I was telling everybody at school, like <laughs> for most of my life, I've told this story only to <laughs> end up. It's not even a real story. <laughs> so somewhere along the line, there was a story that my great, 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 grandfather okay. was a Cherokee Indian chief. Okay. Now, That's, it's pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah. And, and I had no reason not to believe that because my dad is dark skinned and looks some somewhat like an Indian. Yeah. So, you know, and it was, it would have been on his, his side of the family. So I never questioned it. I don't know that anyone else ever did either. We just kept passing the rumor on. And then 23andMe comes along and blows it out of the water. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I remember when I get my test done, we did one about me like a year and a half ago. I'm sorry. Quick update on the couple across the way. So he is now on the, it's a four story building. Uh, Well, it's technically, but wait, you know, he's going back downstairs. He had come upstairs to the the fourth floor. And he's still up here now, and I don't know what he's doing. Uh, he's going back downstairs to the bedroom. Okay, sorry, no, no progress, no progress. I don't know who's in the master bedroom. No idea. Yeah, so we had this story. We had this story that that like, and I believed the whole entire that I was like Native American, and so like I like told everybody that, and you believed that. So then I did a twenty three and Me test, and like I could not be any whiter. Like seriously, well, I could be. I could be a little bit wider, but not by much. Like, let me, let me open this much. up. Like, let me no. open this up really quick. Uh, twenty three and me. So, here's my genetic makeup. I am, according to twenty three and me, I am ninety nine point two percent European. Okay, ninety nine point two 
percent European. Oh, jeez, no room then for I have, there. <laughs> no, no. Then I have a point four percent North African. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then I have uh, 0.2% Senegambian and <laughs> Guinean. Okay. And then I'm 0.1% Nigerian. So I'm 0.1% percent African, 0.7% African, which that's, you know, I don't, I have no idea where that would have come from in our family, but I got zero of those qualities. Um, Maybe I, that's why my dad had dark skin. Maybe not, it had nothing to do with. It has nothing to do with Native American. I don't see one ounce, one ounce of Native American. Sorry, guy went back downstairs, mom. Sorry, guy went back downstairs. He turned on the kitchen lights for a second. He grabbed something, turned the lights back off, now went back up to like the third floor, which is like the master bedroom area. Oh, wait, there he is again. I can barely Uh see that one window. Uh I don't think she's home right now. I don't think she's home. I don't think think any female's home with him right now. Oh. Um, yeah, so I don't know how that rumor started in our family, but it's 100% not true. And I'm just curious how many family stories people have uh-huh. that aren't even true. They may, maybe your family believed for years and finally someone's like, what? Like, that's not even like a real story, you know? I know. It's like, so, that, it's like that old story about the woman and the ham. Did you ever hear that corny mm, story? I, I did not, but it does, oh. not sound, it does not sound real, whatever it is. Well, it, it's just a silly story about cutting the ends off the ham and- <laughs> For generations, when they would bake a ham, anybody in the family, they would cut the ends off the ham because that's the way grandma used to do it. And it turned out that the reason she did that was to make it fit the particular pan she was using. Oh, so for okay. generations, they would cut off the end of the ham no matter what pan they used. That's weird. There's got to be stories out there that also the, your so family believed many only stories. to end up being not true at all. So if you want to call in over those, 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. And uh, it'd be kind of funny this story to hear, or this week to hear stories of family, mm-hmm. you know, family legacy that ended up being not real whatsoever. Right. Um, I was talking to my mom before I've been talking to her all week about this and I've kind of shared a little bit on the podcast. I don't know what is going on in my body, but I am having the worst anxiety that I have had in years and I don't know what to equate it to. I am not really sleeping well right now. It all happened on Saturday night and I think I shared a little bit of this on the podcast, you know, where I was having like a, I felt like having like starting to have like a panic attack, mm-hmm. um, but it's like a low key. Pa- it's not like I can't. Br- well, I'm having like a weird time breathing, but not like a. Oh my god! Like you know, some people like really like have like panic attacks where mm-hmm. they can't function. Like I can. I've, I've never had anxiety to where I can't function before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I felt like I haven't wanted to function, but I've always been. I've always been a functioning, anxiety ridden person. Mm-hmm. So, but honestly, like since I would say my wife left. I have not had this kind of anxiety and it's all the way affecting my whole body now. Like it was kind of just like this uncomfortable, like I had caffeine feeling before Uh guy. Now mom, sorry, he's on the middle floor. He just took his shirt off. He's walking <laughs> oh, back and forth in front of the way. Oh, and he just put down the blinds. He put down oh, the blinds. I think he's good. home alone. I think he's home okay. alone. Okay. He may be as COVID okay. has to go to sleep early. I don't know. Oh, I'm not sure what's going geez. on. <laughs> well, who goes to bed? Who goes to bed at six forty-five? Like I, I get up early as shit. And I'm still awake right now doing a podcast. Like there's, there's no excuse why you should be going to bed at six forty-five. If something shady's happening at the house, I promise you, I'm gonna get to the bottom of it. So I, um, 
Yeah. So I don't know what's going on. I, I don't know like what's like, so yeah, I started like just feeling like a little uncomfortable. And then now I'm having like really bad stomach pains, which mm. I have for years had stomach pains, for, went <laughs> to um, every stomach doctor on, every, on both coasts and could never figure it out. Only find out it's, it's a stress related thing. So now that's all acting up. My head is like screaming. It's like mm. so tense it's like my body's in like this full on panic mode and I don't know mm. what it's from. And everyone I've talked to has said, do you think it has anything to do with Miss California? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think it does. I mean, mm-hmm. I realize it started typically these kind of things. The two things I'm, because we've talked about how my brain has to have an A plus a B, right? Like mm-hmm. I can't just have something like to be feeling something and just right. be like, Oh, well I'm feeling this. No big deal. Especially with anxiety. Yeah. So, I am trying to figure out, okay, why? So what is, what caused me to feel that way? Right. Mm-hmm. And so I was wondering maybe if I, cause we went to this little Asian, had some Asian food on um, Saturday night. And mm-hmm. if I eat gluten, I usually get like a bad reaction to it with anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of makes me feel like caffeine or something. So I am, I'm like, well, could it be that? But that usually lasts about 24 to 48 hours. And so it's it's beyond that now. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, okay, this is where my, then I'm like, okay, so my, my brain like checks that one off. Then it's like, well, what is it? Then it's gotta be something else. Then I'm like, when I went through, you know, when I was, had done the drugs and had, was having that really bad depression, I went to see a naturopathic doctor. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that she really wanted to work on was that I had two parasites. And most mm-hmm. people have parasites. It's not like it's, Right, wildly uncommon, but most people don't know they have them, but it can yes. affect you in all kinds of different ways. Like you mm-hmm. may have some kind of un, like, like you ever had like a doctor tell you like, I don't know, you just have this and that's it. Right. Some of those can be equated because you have parasites. So yes. I went through, I did a parasite cleanse and I, between that and cutting out gluten and going to like a vegan diet, I really started to feel fantastic. Right. But now I'm back to feeling like shit again. And I'm like, what? Mm what is causing this? Not like, well, do I have a parasite? Is that what it is? So of course I hit my natural, like I'm just not the one that I just, I can't rest until I either feel better or mm-hmm. figure out what caused me to fab this just ungodly anxiety, you know? Yeah. But mommy, uh, you were asking me before if you, th- if it had something to do with her, like what, what yes. do you think? What, what are your thoughts with this? Well, I'm just curious about the timing and you know, you and I've talked about this, uh, a gazillion times, and you know that I am no authority on anxiety, and I don't have anxiety, even though you know your dad has struggled with it, and you struggle with it, Maggie struggles with it. Um, so I fully admit to not totally understanding it, but what I do think I understand is that sometimes is triggered by fear, right? Fear of something that could happen, and you start to get like an adrenaline rush, you know, like to protect yourself. Sure. Um, typically I can, I know where my anxiety is coming from. Like remember a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago we talked about my body to have a, have a conversation with my boss and, mm-hmm. and that was that. But now I'm as I'm sitting here, I'm like, I don't, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than trying to figure things out with her, but like th- shit, I just moved across the country. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, moved to my own place, mm-hmm. did all that shit and started a brand new radio show. And I'm doing mm-hmm. a f- podcast five days a week and another podcast. And, you know, we're doing TV shows once a week now. And it's like, it's crazy. It's crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy how busy we are. Yes. But none of that caused me anxiety. Like none of it mm-hmm. until this week, until mm-hmm. Saturday night. And so I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But I just want to be honest with that. Like if I seem a little funky through the last couple of days uh, mm-hmm. and maybe more so too, as I don't, I don't, 
I like to talk about anxiety because I know there's a lot of people that suffer with it that don't mm-hmm. ever feel like they've got somebody that speaks on it. Mm-hmm. So if you're going through it, I I get it. Like I don't know what's causing this one. I'm not sure where it's coming from, but I'm gonna like look into it and you know try the, to figure it out. The good thing is that you have been through this enough to know that eventually it does pass. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get to the bottom of it. But you this, know, like the way that will. I'm feeling, like I felt like this for years mm-hmm. and it felt really bad. And so I'm trying to get to the bottom of it because I just don't want to feel so, like, you know, like really shitty for a long time. Oh, no. You know? Of course you don't want it to drag on. But have you spoken to Dr. Jag about it? No, we're gonna we're supposed to meet again tomorrow. Uh, okay. I may have to actually cancel it because we just had no TV thing pop up. So I gotta oh. I gotta figure out my schedule with her. Okay. Well, I would it's suggest fine. that maybe you know call the doctor that you worked with before the naturopath. Yeah. Um, to see what her thoughts are too. That's fine. It's fine. Uh, I want to talk about, well, let me see. Where where are we in the show? we got to keep going here. we got a busy show today. So let's go ahead. Uh, tomorrow we'll talk about Christmas for a second uh, and kind of what everybody's plans or everybody start thinking mm-hmm. this time of year. But let's go ahead and get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay. Since I know you're struggling with anxiety, it is about anxiety. Anxiety was born in the very same moment as mankind. And since we will never be able to master it, we will have to learn to live with it just as we have learned to live with storms. And that's Paulo Coelho, whom I know you read. Um, But it is like a life storm, isn't it? It's like going through a storm. There's nothing you can do about it, man. Sometimes, you know, there's definitely steps you can take, but God, it's just sometimes where it hits you and you're like, shit. Yes. What is this, you know? Yes. So just write it out just as, you know, try to write it out just as it, just as you would a storm. Well, we're out here riding it out. I know you are. We're out here riding it out, man. We're out I here know. riding it out. And I'm I hope sorry, that if you honey. do, if you, I just, I feel bad for people that are in situations where you don't have a sounding board for anxiety. It's the mm. worst, you know, mm-hmm. like I could never really talk to my ex-wife about it. She didn't, she didn't, well, she would get anxious, but she wouldn't talk about it. Like she would never, she's kind of like suffer alone. Mm-hmm. So that's why I try to be as open and transparent with my as possible. Just to make you realize too, that you're not alone. If you're going through something anxious oh. or if you know why, or if you don't know why, um, it's, oh, yeah. you know, it's just an awful feeling. Like I just ugh, I feel like shit this week. Yes. So I'm just doing all the things I know what to do, you know? Like, I, like that's why we're pushing this pie. It's late for us. We don't usually record this late, but I really wanted to get a nap in and I really wanted to go get a workout in. So it's just taking your time to do what you need to do to just to feel better, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so what what advice would you give people? Because there are a lot of people, I'm sure, during this pandemic that are suffering with anxiety for the first time. So what would you say to those people who you just, I mean, are just I, struggling with it for the first time? Um, you know, it's it's tricky because I've been I've been on this journey since college and trying to figure out what to do with anxiety. It's why exactly why I don't drink caffeine anymore. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't um I don't drink alcohol anymore. Mm-hmm. It's why I don't eat gluten anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a big reason of why I went vegan. Mm-hmm. Uh because my mental health to me is like number 1. And in this profession that I do, I I've got to be in as good of a mental state is possible because right. if I'm not, it's really hard to fake. There's nothing where people with anxiety, you know, trying to be like, feel like the act like you're in a good mood when you're really anxious is like the worst. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, 
the first thing, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess the first thing is to like acknowledge it's there. Yes. Um, but to just accept that it's there. And uh-huh. I struggle with that, but it's the best way that I can like live with anxiety in my life yes. is because I can just kind of make room for it. Yes. And instead of trying to, because you see what happens, like I, I kind of walk you through my brain process of what happens when I get anxiety. Mm-hmm. It instantly goes, why am I anxious? And then I get more anxious trying to figure out like why I am anxious because all I'm just such a problem solver. Like I don't want, I don't want bullshit. Like I just want right. to get to the point. So like if there's something causing me anxiety and I feel anxiety, I want to fix it and move on. Mm-hmm. But there's sometimes like this, I don't know how to fix this. I'm not sure. So in situations like this, or maybe there's a situation you can't change. Right. And sometimes you just have to allow for anxiety to be there. So it's like, giving it like a name, like, Hey, Fred. Okay. I see you there. Okay. I see you, Fred. You're here. Got it. And I'm gonna let you stay here. Like, I don't, I'm not going to combat you. I'm going to let you stay here and do your thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you, you do your thing and I'm gonna do my thing. You don't, you know, I, I, you feel like a threat, but I know you're not. So like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to acknowledge you're there and I'm just going to move on in my life the best that I can. Now that's, you know, I always hate when people are just like, yeah, just just move on with your life. It's, it's not that easy because that's anxiety, right? That's the but, but what you're doing in that is taking back the power of it, of it right? Well, yeah, right. You, you yeah. make it not in control of you. Yes, exactly. So yeah. I don't know. That's maybe a good place to start. Honestly, this is not a plug for BetterHelp, but we might as well because we got to do a plug for them <laughs> anyway. But uh, yeah, timing. I... I am an external processor. And that's something for you to realize too, is like, are you an internal processor or an external processor? And I'm an external processor. Like I like to talk about my feelings and like where I'm, you know, like what I'm going through. And and most people are, by the way, external processors. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people are internal processors and you work through things yourself. My ex-wife was an internal processor. But I, um, if you, if you need to like somebody to talk to in this pandemic, I highly recommend that you go to betterhelp.com. And I didn't mean to trust me, that was not just one big setup for betterhelp.com, but since we're here and I do use it, uh, BetterHelp is, is online professional counseling and therapy. And it's the coolest experience I've had so far with it, only because it's, it's, qualified counselors that you get matched up with based on your preferences because before like how do you find a therapist i mean you get get like i before would just have to go through my provider list of my insurance and just say okay let's see how this person does and they do well then whatever and it takes forever to get in and it's typically me calling around you know and Mm -hmm. then they're oh sorry we're busy right now we can't see you until you know january or whatever what would better help you're instantly basically within a day or two connected with a, a counselor or a therapist mm-hmm. that's qualified to meet with the issues you're having, you know? So I've really, really enjoyed it. If you need somebody to talk to about your, your anxiety, your depression, or what's a, situ- a tough situation you're going through, having sleeping problems, I'm really happy to get back on with Dr. Jack tomorrow. I hope I'm not have to push it. Mm-hmm. Um, then you can uh, easily just go to betterhelp.com. And if you use the promo code Kramer, you get 10% off your first month. So betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Sorry, it's actually slash Kramer. Don't go to, don't, there's no promo code. It's betterhelp.com slash Kramer. And there's actually over a million people using BetterHelp because it literally is the better way to get help. I made that little tagline up for him, but I, 
I, I mm. like it. Uh, BetterHelp.com slash Kramer. 10% off your first month. Start getting control of your mental health today, okay? Also, uh, welcome back to our friends over at Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon, I, you know what? Maybe that will make me feel. That, that'll, that's ah. a, a nice little mental break for me tonight. For dinner, okay. I'm going to have Magic Spoon cereal. I, I genuinely, I love you know promoting this for you because it's just nostalgia on a spoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you order yours, Mom? Oh, yeah. And I ha- actually, I had it for lunch yesterday. And which one did I you had, have? I had the cocoa. And your thoughts? It was delicious. Yeah. And it was um, filling and I loved it. It was like so, having a little treat. Right. But like, uh-huh. it's like your favorite childhood cereals. Did it taste like, um, I, I don't think they want me to talk about like what it's supposed to be basically a copycat of, but did it taste <laughs> like a childhood cereal to you? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it was sweet, but not too hey. sweet. And yeah. Yeah. Hey, was, yeah. 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 It was yummy. It's cool. It's really Loved cool. It. And so, then it had chocolate milk at the end. Oh, yeah. See, like a kid. <laughs> like a kid. I mean, it's truly, it's fun. It's so needed for 2020. It's really, it's a really fun, it's a fun thing to have. They get a variety pack. It's got cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. It really does taste amazing. If you go to magicspoon.com slash Kramer, the variety pack, try it. And be sure to enter the promo code Kramer at checkout because you're going to get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is actually so confident in their product. It's back with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they're going to refund your money. No questions asked. Magicspoon.com slash Kramer. Use the code Kramer for free shipping. Okay, uh, we'll get to ask my mom here in a couple of seconds. First, we say hello to all of our certified fans, and thank you so much for being who you are, and that yes. is a supporter of this podcast. Uh, certified fans are, hey, listen, I've got an extra five bucks a month. I don't mind tossing to the podcast just to keep the keep the doors open, as they may say. <laughs> And every, every, just know that I don't make a dollar off this podcast. I've never collected a penny from this podcast. Uh, any money that we make, I literally just keep it a, in a business account now because I want to keep growing this business and making it bigger and better. And I say business, but like this family thing, you know, like I just want to like this, this is the future for us. Um, this kind of connection is the future for us. And so I'm excited to be on the forefront of podcasting. And when you support a independent podcast like this, that's what you're doing. You know, you're, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm no, you know, we, we have sponsors, but I'm not backed by, there's a lot of people that are backed by big companies now. And I'm obviously that's not us. Mm-hmm. We, we have advertisers that, that believe in what we're doing, but we're not, we're, we're just, it's just me. It's just me. <laughs> I'm learning We're how to do all this. Sharing right now, our lives. You know? Yeah. So if you want to be a, a, a uh, we call it a, a fan of this um, of this podcast, a certified fan, just text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. And I love to be able to give you perks back. And we've got a whole new one. If, if it feels, if you're a certified fan, you're like, it's kind of been a lull the last couple of, couple of weeks. Yes, I understand that. It's because I got big ideas. They just take time to implement. So I kind of have stopped stressing myself out, trying to roll them out and give myself till January to roll out kind of a new certified fans program with a bunch of new perks that will make more sense with what I'm able to, to provide. And so um, that is coming soon. The price will also go up in January. So if you'd like to become a certified fan, not much. I mean, it's not going to go up like $500 or anything, you know, <laughs> but a, a dollar or two, depending on how much all this new stuff is going to cost me. But if you just uh, text the word fans and, you know, every every day we either say hi to a new certified fan or we go back and we say hi to one somebody that's still a dedicated certified fan. So <laughs> let me actually get my list up really quick. Okay. No new certified fans today, but okay. uh, we would like like to say a special hello and let's go to our very you know what we're gonna go to miss actually no we, we call her queen pam 
Queen oh. Pam. <laughs> I always called her Miss Pam. I get in trouble when I call her Miss Pam. Oh, okay. Uh, Queen Pam is, I, th- I think Pam came over from the Upside podcast. Okay. Uh, she was the first person to ever join Certified Fans with my dad. Okay. Then it was my Aunt Charlene. Okay. And then it l- was literally Pam. And she is one of the biggest supporters I- of this podcast. Is. She's just the greatest person. Yes. Uh, and I don't, I've never met Pam before. She never listened to me on the radio before. She just had come over from the Upside podcast. Mm-hmm. So Pam actually deserves many whoops today, Mom. Probably the she maximum amount of whoops. Does. And we're going to give her three big whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> There you go. she's so great on our fan fan page too. Yeah, yeah. Love keeping up with her and she, she brings so much to it. So thank and that's what you. I love about this podcast. There's so many of you that I – some of you guys I know, right? Like I know – like we've worked in that – you know, you or you live in the city where I've been on the radio before. Uh, but there's some of you guys I, I have no idea. I don't, I don't know who you are. And you <laughs> live all over the country or the world. Which, you know, it's so, it's such a new frontier for me. I'm not used to this podcasting world where I have like a different, it's just, it's just a whole different thing for me. So it's very cool. And it's so cool how we can connect. And I'm, I always say that nothing's a coincidence. I feel like all of us are here because we're supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. We're learning and we're growing together. And hopefully you're feeling like you've got like some friends and so basically a family over here with us. We hope we want it to feel like that. And because, because it is. So, um, yeah, thank you so much for being a certified fan and supporting this this dream that my mom and I have. And basically me forcing my mom to do this. <laughs> um, so, there you go. All right, Ask My Mom time. This is where you hop in the show, too. And because we can really use your advice in a situation like this, especially if I, I kind of feel – I'm feeling this this one today because I feel like you can't choose your neighbors, especially ones mm. that look in your window. All you do is go <laughs> right. to bed 38 at night and close all your blinds because <laughs> – I'm on to this guy, man. I'm on to this guy. I think you should go over and introduce yourself. Well, the problem is I can't. I can't even get over there, to be honest with you. Um, Oh. It's basically across from me is like a gated community. And so I can't even. Oh, got it. Those townhouses are all like gated. So I can't even like go over there. It's not even part of my same complex. Uh Uh-huh. So I just have to (laughs) stare in their windows and wonder what (laughs) happened. Going on with their lives. (laughs) And make up stories like that game, that Sims game. Remember that? Oh, yeah. That's that's what I feel like. I wish I could just kind of plug somebody (laughs) in. I was trying to figure out who that woman was the other night. It's so scandalous. Oh, jeez. But yeah, neighbors are tough. You can't really pick your neighbors. And so that's kind of what today's Ask My Mom has to deal with. And by the way, if you've got a question for Ask My Mom, you can only email me, thatguykramer at gmail.com or hit me up on Instagram. I'm thatguykramer. Uh, and we will talk it out as a podcast family. And if you've got experience with this or you've got some advice, you got to call us 888-Kramer8. Okay, here goes the message. She said, my husband and I moved into a new rental about two months ago, and one of our elderly neighbors lives alone, and he's obviously <laughs> lonely. He knocks on our door and tells us that a package has been delivered, or he flags us down in the driveway to tell us he saw someone leave the house last week uh, uh, to take to take a bike ride, my husband off. Wait, <laughs> oh, to leave our house last week to take a bike ride. Um, I responded by going over. I'm sorry, by sending over food a few times, just an extra helping of whatever I was cooking. But then he started taking out our trash cans from the curb and uh, and other little helpful, quote unquote, helpful but invasive things. Sometimes I think he plays dumb to prolong conversations, like asking if it's possible to buy plane tickets online. Uh, in parentheses, he was a math professor at SDSU, and the internet's been around for decades. I can <laughs> empathize, but it also gets draining. 
what are my rights and what are my obligations? Well, I don't know rights. Shit. I mean, mm-hmm. silly podcast. You're on the wrong person for rights. <laughs> right. Um, I want to be helpful when I can, but I don't want to worry that he's about to pop up in front of our window carrying our trash cans when I'm just trying to relax at home. Okay. I think we've all had – that's basically the message. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think we can all relate to having a neighbor that we try to avoid right mm-hmm. and for me that's every neighbor because i <laughs> oh, don't geez. like small talk with neighbors i don't i hate it i hate mm-hmm. it i had listen like john who i lived next to in san diego great guy john and tam great people i just every time we talk it would just be so because we we're so age different i was i was the youngest mm-hmm. person in that neighborhood yeah and so it's like yeah so I mean, every time I talked to John, it would just be like, you still working on the house? I'm like, yep. He's like, all right. I'm like, goodbye. <laughs> then I had a neighbor on the other side who I don't know what his story was. I I want to empathize with him because I, I think he may have had a, some type of, of learning disability. Mm-hmm. Um, not one that was like very obvious, but he – I don't know that he had a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was probably around my age, but he was um, – I just don't know. He, he just never went anywhere. He never went anywhere. And I know his granddad bought the house for him. So I don't really, I try to empathize with the situation, but he's also another one where I would avoid because I felt like once I made contact with him, it was going to be a solid 15 to 20 minute conversation. <laughs> so I would avoid that one. Then there was poor sweet Maggie across the street. Oh. Who, sweetest woman ever, but she's 84 years old. Okay. There's mm-hmm. Maggie across the street and Maggie uh, same thing. I think she was just lonely. Mm-hmm. And so I can, that's why I can relate to this email because I, I, she would like flag me. I could just be, I could be walking by my kitchen window and she'd be, she would see me in the window, start waving. Hey, come here. Come here. It was like, she was a, uh, she was a talker. She was a talker mm-hmm. and I think she was very lonely. So I, I empathize with that. Now, mm-hmm. when it comes to rights, I don't know what your rights are. Uh, right. I don't think it's actually illegal to be an annoying neighbor or a talker. <laughs> If she's but, not, if they're not doing anything illegal, which obviously yeah, it's not. Yeah, like just by talking, you can't. I don't think they're. <laughs> but what are your obligations? That's a better question. Mm-hmm. So, mom, what are your what are your thoughts on this? Like, do you, is she allowed to say something to him and be like, "Hey, listen, you're kind of annoying," <laughs> or like, "Hey, listen, I." Uh, now, I know but it's funny. It's when I was reading through my messages of which story I wanted to do today. I, I, I specifically picked this one because I know exactly what mom's going to say. Let me let me tell you what mom's going to say before she even says it. She would be like, oh, because most I mean, you just you became friends with most of my neighbors, too. My mom <laughs> would befriend this man. She would bring him over. She would have a, you know, a drink with him every day. So they would become the best of friends. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, am I wrong? That's probably right. Yeah. You know, that's what I've done with most of my neighbors. I know, most, uh, most, most, most of your best friends have been neighbors of ours, right? <laughs> yes, they have been. Yeah, we had Sace and Papa Frank, who uh-huh. were our, our childhood neighbors. And they, um, did, did you just know them because they were our neighbors? That's right. Uh-huh. So we, we just happened by chance to move in. All of a sudden, they're like my godparents. Because <laughs> that's right. Just because my mom just like every neighbor we get, and now now you've got Gay uh-huh. up at up at the lake, uh-huh. and she's one of your good friends. She is, and you didn't know her before. She was just a neighbor. No, that's right. I don't know it. I don't. I'm trying to make I friends not, with my neighbors. Yeah, you know, it, I don't know. I I have a lot of empathy for older people. I mean, I am one technically. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, but I wonder if she could look at it differently to say, what if this were my parent? What if this was my dad? Mm. How would I want his neighbors to treat him? And think mm-hmm. of it that way as opposed to, oh, my God, he's annoying. Right. Yeah, that's a good um, idea. Yeah, I mean, just I would, try to reframe it. Like, I would always be sweet with her and have a conversation. Yes, and she was so sweet. But I would also like if I if I just knew I didn't have 20, 30 minutes, like I would have to just avoid mm-hmm. her, you know? So and I that's know, okay. Know. It's okay to excuse yourself. Well, I mean, okay, but, you know, okay, she opened the door by sending food over, I feel like, right? Uh-huh. That was kind of your that own thing. That was nice, yeah. But I don't know. I feel like with neighbors, you just got you just got to do your best. I mean, because at the al- end of the day, too. You can always say this is just not a good time. I'm sorry, but it's just not a good time for me. Yeah. I just, you I know. feel like you can't, because you need them on your side, too. Right? Sure. Oh, like you yeah. Can't, you can't. I, you went over there and you're like, listen, whoever his name is, this is annoying. And and, and I get it's a rental, which makes it even like right. less you don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. So I just think you just got to do your best, like best knowing the situation that you got at hand. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you've had, you've had an annoying neighbor, uh, how have you handled it? If you had a, a neighbor that just kind of like irked you or got on your nerves, mm-hmm. like did you – just fake it with them because I mean I feel like that's my best advice is just fake it, mm-hmm. you know. Does that well, mean that- just again, just Im- imagine that it's your parent and how would you want someone to treat them? Yeah. Maybe that'll that'll just help her to to look at it differently. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so if you got some advice to 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8, you can call us or text us, and would love your feedback on that. All right, Mom, that's it with us today, or with you, I should say, so I will say goodbye. Okay. Love you forever. I love you, and thank you to everybody that supported Bubs yesterday. You know, we said 100% of the proceeds went to the Glenn Doherty Foundation on uh, Veterans Day, and so that was really cool. Glenn was uh, was killed over in Benghazi, and uh, the now Sean and TJ made this amazing uh, collagen powder that a lot of you guys have fallen in love with. Collagen, by the way, in case you don't know, it's made from the happiest of cows, according to them. And it supports like growing your your skin, your hair, your nails. It's great for boosting your joint health. Uh, I was – when I used to take collagen, I really thought it was amazing the way that I would – like my, my pain after working out or I was having like some really bad el- elbow pain went away completely. I've seen a lot of cool stories and certified fans. It's great for your GI tract and it can actually help your recovery time um, post-workout. So a lot of cool reasons of why that you should take it. The MCT oil powder they also have. You may have heard of uh, – what's what was the big one that was – a really big deal for a while. Um, but da, 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 da. a bulletproof, all the bulletproof stuff. That was annoying. You had to like put it in your coffee and then uh, like put butter in it, whatever. This uh, MCT oil powder they have is fantastic. You get all the benefits from it. Like it's it's great for curbing your appetite. It's good for your gut health. It's good for your mental focus and your energy. I love taking this stuff. I take it every single day. So a lot of cool things with bubs with the either the collagen, the MCT oil powder. You put them together. And it's like the the perfect combination. And of course they have. Have their um their new fountain of youth program or not program product that I highly recommend as well. So 
Thank you for Bob for being back on the podcast. Thank you for what you do for the community as well, for the military. And if you want to go buy Bubs, go to bubsnaturals.com, bubsnaturals.com. Use the code Kramer for 20% off. There's so many people from this podcast that have gotten great health benefits from it. So hopefully you'll go and you will check that out. Also, I just drank some right now. I really do. I drink this product and I like it. It's called Hydrant. Hydrant is great because you need to rehydrate. I don't do great at hydration. I got to say, it's one of my weaknesses. I'm always thirsty and because I don't get enough water. And that also makes your body sluggish and tired. But with Hydrant, what you do is you just mix this powder into your water. It tastes great. I just had a lime one before that. I had a grapefruit one. I took one before and after working out right before I started the podcast. And it just it just boosts my energy level. You don't realize how much your energy comes from being dehydrated. So I want you, if you're feeling like kind of, especially they say like as the days are getting darker, we're getting more sluggish. So like give your body the fighting chance by hydrating it properly and by going to drinkhydrant.com slash Kramer. I'll give you 25% off your first order. It is drinkhydrant.com slash Kramer. The promo code, of course, is Kramer. Drinkhydrant, D-R-I-N-K-H-Y-D, rant.com slash Kramer. Enter the promo code Kramer for 25% off your first order. It is drinkhydrant.com slash Kramer. Promo code Kramer. Hydrant, where water meets wellness. And let's get into the good news. All right. Let's take uh, take a look at some good news across the country and then uh, maybe laugh and then we'll say bye. Cool. So uh, let's start with a cool hospital up in Canada, a cool story out of a hospital in Canada. So after playing the lottery together for over a year, there's a group of hospital workers in Canada that have hit it big. Four friends that have been selecting their numbers and using their birth dates and anniversaries finally paid off on Halloween night. See, her name is Teresa is one of them. Melanie's another one. There's two name, unnamed uh, co-workers up at the Royal Columbian Hospital in British Columbia. They brought their lucky t- they bought their lucky ticket on October 31st, and that is when uh, Teresa checked it and she thought, "Oh my God, we won six thousand dollars!" But no, 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 no. Ended up they actually won six million dollars. So then what are these people, these amazing hospital workers, by the way, these new millionaires, what are they planning on doing with their fortunes? Well, so far they're planning to celebrate with a nice dinner out together. And uh, Melanie said she's going to donate a portion of her proceeds to the hospital and possibly go back to school. She said, I've always dreamed of being a millionaire, and I feel like I'm in a dream right now. I bet you do. Can you imagine just like stumbling across a million dollars? Um uh, I guess um, divide that evenly. It's like what a million and a quarter, million and a half, million and a half. Um, I, you know, I wanted to win the lottery until I've watched all those Curse of the Lottery shows, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I don't want to do that. Sweet story now out of England. Uh, when lockdown orders kept Nina Ambrose from visiting her father at his assisted living home, she decided to get a job there <laughs> so she could see him. She's a devout, uh, devoted daughter and she is now volunteering at the home where he lives and she says it's a blessing because it allows her to check in on her 77 year old dad roger who has alzheimer's disease ambrose has been working there three days a week as an activities and events coordinator at the facility in england ever since april and she gets a chance to spend time with her dad after every single shift she said it's kind of been a challenge because uh, – and I guess a change because they were separated for five weeks by the coronavirus that was v- limiting their restrictions or their visiting restrictions. So she says she just loves being there and not just for her dad but to help uh, lift up other 
residents that live there as well. She said it's a lovely and rewarding thing to do. It's funny how everyone in, in London says it's lovely, right? Um, I, she said, I've been able to meet residents and staff at a time which is very isolating for many. She said, I wouldn't consider doing a job there before, but this has totally inspired me. So that's cute. That's cute to you know, still get a chance. I feel so bad. Uh, Miss California is separated from her um, grandmother right now who is in an assisted living home. And it's been the same thing. She finally got to see her through a window a couple of weeks ago. I know that meant a lot to her. So I got a lot of sympathy. Okay. Like we've talked about annoying neighbors, right? But uh, in, to most of us, we probably have all had a neighbor that's kind of gotten on our nerves at some point, unless you're my mom who then befriends all of them. But there's a, a comedian. Her name is Julia. I'm going to completely mess her name up. Ready? Haldkiewicz. H-A-L-D-K-O-W-I-C-Z. Yeah, I got nothing. Uh, but her, her and her annoying neighbor actually turns her on. My husband and I were together six years. We've been married two years. But as soon as we got married, sex life changed. Like, it's not like it got worse. It just got different. Like, weird shit turns me on now. <laughs> That used to not turn me on before. It's not what you think, sir. Uh, for example, I got very aroused the other day because my husband yelled at our neighbor because the neighbor was playing his music too loud. That's weird. I even Googled man yelling at neighbor porn just to see if like other people were into it and they're not. A little bit of context. Uh, our neighbor's a 75-year-old man. <laughs> He's just this old fuck who parties harder than we do. We live in an apartment building. He lives directly beneath us. He's always just like blasting his music day and night. Other day, husband and I are just like sitting on the couch, just watching TV, and like all you hear is like beneath us is just like, it's like old man's just having a rave by himself, apparently. And before I can even say anything, my husband just leaps off the couch, crushes his beer can in his hand, and goes, This ends tonight. And just runs out of our apartment. I'm like, oh my god, my knight in shining sweatpants. <laughs> like, he's defending my honor. A couple seconds later, I hear him downstairs, like knocking on the neighbor's door, and he starts yelling at this old man. And the old man starts yelling back at him. And I'm upstairs, like listening through the floorboards, like, because <laughs> this is my foreplay, right? And they're going at it hard too, just back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. All of a sudden, it's quiet. Thirty seconds later, husband comes bursting through the door, glistening in sweat points at me and says, it's been handled. I'm like, <gasps> really? It's that's the hottest thing I've ever heard. Like, if you live with your significant other, go yell at the neighbor tonight. Do it. I wish I had that sensation with my annoying neighbors. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Appreciate you so much. Seriously, after every show, I want to say that. Thank you so much for being here and making this dream come true of putting a podcast together. My mom out and it's really special that you're here. So thank you so much for doing it. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Jimmy Mack's on the show for What Would Jimmy Mack Do? We actually have a lot, a lot to talk about with him. So that's tomorrow on the show. Thank you so much. See ya. Bye. Hey, Kramer. This is Melinda from Escondido. I was just calling because I heard about your weekend with uh, Miss California. And I just wanted to let you know that it's okay to protect yourself when you've gone through something so traumatic as a divorce. I too have gone through a divorce, but then I realized when I started dating again, that expecting people to jump through hoops in order to make us feel safe isn't respectful of the other person. And it does a disservice to yourself. Um, it's, it's really keeping you in your comfort zone. It's really 
reducing the amount of risk that you have to take. And I know risk can be scary, but when you do check the facts versus your feelings, if you're having some anxiety about it, just check the facts about who the person is, you know, their qualities. If you're, the facts are that their qualities are really good and that they've proven, quote unquote, themselves, then making them continually prove themselves just isn't really fair. So just food for thought, thought I'd throw it out there. Wishing you all the best on this journey. I know it's tough. Take care. Hey, it's Pam from South Carolina. Today's story with your dad touched my heart very much because you got a gift today that um, I wish I had done with my dad. Um, he's been gone a long time. And, I, you know, I never, ever asked him. And he served in World War II um, in the Pacific. Thank you for your service, Jimmy Mack. You touched my heart, as always. Love you. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.